0: Hey everybody, it's Megan and Rachel. Welcome back to It's Just Word. Good morning. Good morning. This isn't our first, this is our second January 2022 recording?
1: I think so. You know, coming off of the kids' holidays and New Year's and spikes of everything and... It's um, already been a year. It's been a year. It's been a month and therefore a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what it feels like mm-hmm. my, th- I, I see a therapist weekly, uh, every other week. And so I had a, an appointment early on. I had this, I did a vision board thing at the beginning of the year. Super excited. I put an office space as something that I want. Every time I record with you, I'm in a different room because yeah, it's what's Life. available and I one day had my therapist appointment and I talked a lot about it. And she was like, well, why don't you just make a space for yourself? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Why don't I? And so legit, the very next day I cleared out half of the playroom, reorganized it, patched up holes in the wall, made this space for myself. Then I started searching, found all the furniture, slow and steady, things are coming in and I get my table set up. Oh, it's like the basis. Oh, so excited. Let's get the tabletop out. And then, boom, massive crack down the middle, like all the way through, not even salvageable. (sighs) So that was disheartening. And then I also was going to move my business, my small business forward yesterday with this massive not massive, but it was, it was big for me too. Um, yeah. I mean, it had been on the calendar for like three weeks. I'm so excited about it. I had a friend that was coming. She was going to be a model slash assistant and just, it was going to be so awesome. It was like the first day of school, giddy, excited. And I get in my car, I just get my kids dropped off to school and here I go. And I'm halfway there and I get a phone call that it has to be canceled. And then it just hit me, disappointment, (laughs) just disappointment. And I think there's a lot to
0: say about this word. It's a big word because, and it's one we all experience on the daily, disappointment. Mm -hmm. One of the things I like about your story is you talked about how excited you were. And Mm -hmm. I think those go together, like enthusiasm or excitement and mm-hmm. disappointment. And so a lot of people who want to avoid the pain of disappointment, there's a lot of quotes out there too, of like,
1: yeah.
0: basically curb your enthusiasm so that you don't feel a disappointment. Yeah. And I am like, that's a trigger quote for me Yeah. because I, that is no way to live. Like let yourself yeah. feel those highs, let yourself be excited. And then those disappointments, it's, it sucks, but yeah. I, I don't know. I'm big on feelings. So like, you got yeah. to feel you, you're missing out on all the highs if you're constantly curbing it. Like imagine how, mm-hmm. if you hadn't been excited about the whole thing, yeah, wouldn't you wouldn't have been, have been a disappointed, yeah. but I think you would have missed out on all that, those, those positive joy, yeah. and excitement.
1: 1000%. And I, you hit something that I'm realizing, you know, as I go through my whatever self-exploration and self-awareness and things like that, where I, I mean, it really derailed me. I don't want to say it ruined my day, but it it pretty much ruined my day because I was so excited. And then I started self-reflecting and I was like, this is why I don't get excited for stuff. This is why I don't build it up. Like whatever, like, we, were, we had enrolled June in soccer. We were, we were so excited and boom, COVID hit. And it was like this massive disappointment and like grieving, not just because we had arranged it, but I was grieving for my daughter that she was missing out on this thing. But I had built up this excitement and it was like year 2020, I, I'm sure I, anybody can relate to this. It's like, you just, you guard yourself. By not getting overly excited about things because here comes COVID and just ruins it for
0: everybody. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how we're I feel. Of it. Like we're in the uh, front of that right I, now at our house. I was we had the snow week where we couldn't send them to school. And I was so yeah. excited to get them to send them back to school. And then we all got COVID. Boom. So we're stuck. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like COVID just
1: come, the, this is, this, I visualize this. COVID just walks in, you know, that big little blob virus and just slaps you on the face. <laughs> like like the commercial <laughs> That's what <forever>. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, you know, the Kool-Aid guy busting through. He's like, not today. And then COVID just slaps you in the face. I'm like, gosh, everything, you know? And I know we're not alone in this, but I think there's just, I think this proves how much, more self-exploration I need to do on this topic because of exactly what you said. If you don't allow yourself to get excited, um, you, you are missing out on those things. But the lows, the hurt of it all, it sucks. And it's hard. And yeah. I felt alone. I felt weak. I wasn't alone, but I felt like, why, why am I, nobody else would this, this wouldn't derail anybody else. Like, look at the silver linings. I'm like, look, I know all the silver linings today. I get it, but that doesn't fix my disappointment. And I just, I had to be sad. I had, I literally, I cried for like half the day, like a child, but
0: (sighs) feelings aren't childish. And it's like, that's one of the things I learned because I was, I was someone that grew up and I'm Enneagram four. And so people that know Enneagram will kind of understand I'm self-preservation type. So, which Mm -hmm. means I like hide the emotions, try not to cry. I'm like, try to be strong. um, And I'm I'm realizing I'm doing myself a disservice and I'm doing my children a disservice because it's, it's important for them to see too, that we get disappointed and that it's okay to have those feelings. And that if we avoid them, that's where I get myself in trouble is when I avoid feeling sad, it's still there. I'm just not acknowledging it. And so it mm-hmm. comes out as anger or mm-hmm. irritability mm-hmm. or all these other things because I haven't labeled it as sadness and dealt with it. Yeah. No, well, I'm wondering 100%. With like what you were mentioning with COVID and the times we're in and COVID has caused so many disappointments. I mean, especially around the holidays, like we missed out on seeing all of the family while we were in Texas because everybody had COVID. Um, so we couldn't get together. I'm wondering if we're starting to get in this self-protection mode as a society where we're going back to like not being excited for things and just assuming it's not going to work out
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and being guarded. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if that, you know, we feel like maybe the highs and lows might be causing the burnout, but I really feel like it's the being guarded and not trusting and not, not being excited. I think that actually causes more of a burnout than letting ourselves ride the highs and lows,
1: yeah, I mean on a personal level, I've I feel like I've worked really hard at finding the silver linings and whenever things don't go you know my way uh, or how I envisioned it or something came up and something had to get canceled whether it was our plans or not, you know that's okay. Hey look now we have more family time, you know, and finding those silver linings and I've I've learned and I, or I am learning to not let those things derail me because I, I do have those type one tendencies where, well, this is how the day was going to go. And now that it's not, it's like, it's ruined kind of thing. And so Michael and I balanced each other out really well. Cause he's like a complete silver linings guy. Nothing's going to throw him off, you know? And so he balances me really well, but I feel like I've worked really hard on that. I feel like I've, I'm really proud of myself on the work that I've done there. And then yesterday it didn't work and all, all the things I've been learning and teaching myself and working through, it didn't work. But I think there was also, like you said, I mean, I, I was so excited.
0: But are you, and are, I, so are you, what's the right word? Are you not ashamed? Are you disappointed uh, in yourself for feeling sad about it?
1: i don't know i'm I'm definitely like i'm not mad at the my photographer i'm not mad at the you know i'm not mad about any of that like the situation is what it is, and i i don't blame anybody I'm just disappointed that I didn't get to do it
0: yeah but i <laughs> and i think i'm proud i'm proud of you for feeling that disappointment because it is i mean there's there there's some not honor i'm trying to say there's some like good things about being able to say that if you find the silver linings and being able to find the positives, I think that that's important too. But if you do it with, with skipping, mm-hmm. feeling, acknowledging the grief and the sadness, then I think you're doing it a disservice. So I actually, I don't think that you took a step back yesterday. I think you're, you're in a growth path of saying, okay, you went from this way of like, being derailed every time to finding the silver linings every time. But now you're finding that happy medium of you have to feel the sadness and the grief, and then you can go dust yourself off and find the silver linings. So I think it was, I think it was a good thing that you did yesterday with like letting yourself cry, letting yourself be upset about it, grieving it, and then you can have a better day to day.
1: Right. Right. And I did, I mean, I woke up, um, that's what I, I messaged, uh, I mean, these are, this is true stories that, you know, I'm probably oversharing, but this is real life. And I, I hope somebody can relate to it, whoever listens to this, but it's like, I was sitting at our kitchen table alone. My kids are at school. My husband was downstairs and I texted him. I'm so sad. <laughs> and he came up and he was like, how can I help you? And I was like, I don't know. I just want to cry, but I don't want to let it out. Like I shouldn't cry over this. This is good Those are mean. get rid of those shoulds. I know, I know. And so, and I did, I just sat there and like, just tears just streamed down my face and, you know, it felt, I felt better for it. And I obviously letting, like you said, letting those things letting the cry out, letting that frustration and sadness out is better because I was able to kind of do that yesterday and wake up today as a new day. Um, and I feel better, you know I mean it's not like I can't reschedule this thing like I can do I can do that. That's not the problem.
0: <laughs> right. Right. If you allowed yourself to feel the disappointment,
1: yeah and be sad. About I, it. I looked up the um, this is Oxford I believe. Definition and it says sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Mm-hmm. Boom, hit the nail right on the head.
0: <laughs> Perfect definition. So there's a quote that I love. And uh what you were just saying kind of aligns with it. So like when I was looking up quotes about disappointment, it's usually the same stuff. The old like expectation is the only seed of disappointment. Like don't expect things. I feel like that's like the worst advice ever. So yeah. I hate that quote. Um, but one of the <laughs> quotes I love is don't let today's disappointment cast a shadow on tomorrow's yeah. dream. Oh,
1: 1000%. 1, 1000%. 1, yeah.
0: But I don't think you can do that unless you go through the disappointment. Like if yeah, you, you just to, avoid you it, like, I'm not sad. I'm not disappointed. It's fine. Then mm. You are still carrying that and it will affect because they will be more guarded the next time you won't let yourself have the enthusiasm. So it is robbing you of your dream and the excitement of fulfilling your dreams. So I think what you did was perfect. I think being sad about it and mourning it and saying, man, I'm really disappointed. That's a, it was a major bummer. And then like the next day sweeping, picking yourself back up and saying, I know what, okay, that was, that was a bummer, but here's what we're going to do next.
1: Yeah. When you say you know not processing it, I I also like imagine like somebody's just sweeping it under the rug, and at some point you've swept so much disappointment under the rug that now there's this like mountain, and at some point, yeah, you explode on somebody who probably doesn't deserve it, or you know, you trip and fall over it, and fall over your own, (laughs) yeah. But I mean, you've definitely experienced. A disappointment too. I would have the past week. I can't imagine how you got through it with, you know, you're snowed in for three days and then, Oh, we're almost, we're almost in the clear and then boom, halt. We feel stop. Pretty
0: yeah. Four out yeah. of five of us are all symptomatic. So we feel pretty, pretty crummy. And then, so on top of all that, my dog is like, he he's better. He's bit better right now. We were Going to actually plan euthanasia before I got COVID. And then I was like, well, meh, can't euthanize because I have COVID. And mm-hmm. he's doing okay right now. But he's 14. And we had the snowstorm. And during that, he had like this horrible, uh, I don't know what's, he was super sick where I had to take him out like every hour. Mm-hmm. And so imagine in the teens, I have to get yeah. up every hour and suit up and put all my layers on, put his layers on, put the leash on, walk him out, um, clean up whatever mess, because you can't, I mean, it's an apartment complex. So even if it's something that you can't pick, pick up, graphic imagery, yeah. but like I had to then go take water or scrub it, you know, outside
1: Yeah.
0: every hour. Yeah. And so like between that and then, I mean, it's just, there's just constant disappointment But I feel like, and my habit has been the opposite, like maybe we're meeting in the middle. So like my Mm -hmm. habit has always been avoid the negative emotions Mm
1: -hmm. and be like,
0: it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And I am in a stage of my self-awareness and self-growth to say, you know, it's okay to not be fine sometimes. And it's Mm -hmm. okay to be sad and to go through that sadness. Mm -hmm. And I can be fine after, but I can give myself permission to be sad about those Mm -hmm. things. And I think it's interesting that our paths are kind of crossing at that Mm -hmm. same point where you were, maybe you would get into the sad and get derailed and have a harder time finding the silver linings. And I would have a hard time letting myself feel sad. And now we're kind of in this crossroads where we're learning do both. It's okay to do both feel the sad and find the silver lining.
1: Well, and for me, it's like, I just kind of, like I said, I sat at my table, almost numb. Like I, I'm i looking around and saying, I have a million things that I need to be doing right now, and I don't want to. And so then I'm thinking, what a waste of time it is to, you know, sit here sad, but I can't not be. So why do something sad when I can sit here and just be still and be sad? And I don't know. And then I feel like I'm wasting time. I, you know, all this kind of stuff, but so much about um, taking rest days uh, with, you know, fitness, or I very intentionally rest when my kids nap or when they have their rest times, because if I don't, I am very exhausted and my it's just, it's a harder afternoon. So I have to sit down, whether I actually snap or stare at the wall or scroll or just close my eyes. Like I have to very intentionally sit and rest. And so I just kept telling myself, like, this is part of it. This is part of the sitting and the resting and everything else can
0: wait. You're listening to your body tell you to take a chill.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That doesn't mean trying- it's easy. But yeah, especially you, you do the Enneagram test and especially for threes, threes, it's have a really hard time with not doing because you find your worth in doing.
1: Yeah. And then a little bit, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe this is resentment that's coming up but i'm like you know what i could clean this kitchen and clean the cabinets because we have white cabinets everything will show and then i could mop but no nobody's going to notice so who cares why even do it because nobody's going to notice and you know and then and so there's that anger that's coming up that's turning into like this like resentment and i'm like no you know what stop it that's not helpful it's not productive i need to sit here and cry and just call it a day
0: I'm the same way where my sadness and frustration or disappointment, I, I will rebuild it or whatever as it'll show up as anger. If I don't mm-hmm. let it be sadness. Yeah. Have you tried um, in your time? Like when you say like, I need, I just need to not do something and you're feeling frustrated. Have you tried just sitting and meditating?
1: I mean, if you want the real answer, the real answer is no. But if I thought about that, it just sounds really hard, <laughs> <is> really hard. <laughs> and so therefore, that's probably why I haven't
0: done it. <laughs> it's really hard, and especially like when you're first starting, before you understand like what meditating is, you feel like you're yeah. failing constantly because your yeah. thoughts wander. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I can't meditate. I'm failing, and it's mm-hmm. that's not, not how it is. You're going mm-hmm. to your thoughts are going to wander. That's just part of it. It's just mm-hmm. the meditating is a practice of constantly bringing it back. What I got out of meditating is that sadness, getting in touch with my sadness, which, Mm -hmm. you know, sounds especially as like a self-preservation for, it sounds like mortifying to be like enjoying that sad feeling, the sadness, but it's there and you have to feel it. And I was avoiding it for so many years. And a lot of people will say that, like when they finally let themselves just be still and try to meditate, you just start crying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause all well, the feelings just kind of purge, but it's like therapeutic because you're just, mm-hmm. you're giving yourself permission to just let it out. And it's okay to just sit yeah. there and cry.
1: I think of the people who, I think maybe the way that they self-preserve is just being busy mm-hmm. all the time. Non-stop Especially because Because if you do sit still, everything hits. You feel. And yeah. And it's,
0: it's, it's hard. It is so hard, but I I think that's where a lot of our country's anger is coming from Mm -hmm. is uh, anger for me comes out when I have not given myself permission to feel enough. Mm -hmm. So everything comes up as anger. And that's kind of a cue for me of like, if I'm getting irritable and angry, um, I'm not dealing with something. And I feel like as a country, that's part of our issue. Is exactly what you just said. We're hiding everything with busyness and trying to keep ourselves going all the time to avoid that stillness and the feeling.
1: Yeah, and but you also being able to say, "I'm getting angry," and that tells me that I'm not acknowledging something. Like there, that takes a, a type of self awareness and practice. Whereas, you know, how many people can sit down and say that? You know what? I'm getting, I have a really short fuse today. Why, you know, and ask themselves that and really dig deep and just say, Am I angry, or is this resentment, or is this grief, or is this, you know, what is it? Because I think that's not only important for like yourself, but like with your relationship. So, yeah. you know, I've I tried to be very transparent with Michael because it's one of those things where, well, if I'm struggling, I'm not going to hide it because then, then it comes out differently for like, then it comes out as anger towards him. That's not fair. That's not his fault. That's not his, he doesn't deserve that from me. Mm -hmm. But if I can say I'm struggling and this is what I need from you, um, can you help me? You know, then that opens up, I think our relationship on a deeper level, but then, then I'm not biting his head off for something that he doesn't deserve. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And because I'm so, I I try to be open and say, this is what I'm feeling. And uh, this is what I need from you. And sometimes I don't know, like, he's like, how, how can I help you today? And I'm like, I have, I don't know, Mm -hmm. just pat me on the back, you know, (laughs) he's like, can I get your Dr. Pepper? Yeah. (laughs) And you know, but being able to just know that a, he listened on the, of the five minutes of his insanely busy schedule, you know, it's like that, that meant a lot. Um, and yeah, so I drank a Dr. Pepper. And usually when I get in those moods, I, I soothe by doing a little shopping. But I was like, I don't need to do that. I just I just designed and built an office for myself. I don't need to <laughs> I don't need to spend anything else. But you know, even on that on that aspect, I just feel like, okay, I went to go build this office. We went to IKEA. I went shopping for everything. I picked out everything that I wanted in there. Freaking thing. they you know, every room that's built out. Oh, I want this desk. I tested everything out. And then we get to their warehouse, and every single thing I picked out was like temporarily unavailable, out of stock, blah, blah, blah. So I left there with nothing. And I was like, okay. So usually that would derail me. Man, that's so frustrating. Oh, I hate this. Oh, man, why me? You know, all those things that you potentially say to yourself, I do. And I was like, that's okay, I'm gonna go home and find another desk. And I did, and then that's okay. I'm gonna put up all the alerts for whenever this does come in stock, boom. And then it was like, everything just started coming into place. And I felt like, because I wasn't letting it get to me and I was actively you know, trying and attempting to solve the problems and blockades that I was running into. And it just felt like, you know what? I just, I really want this office and I'm making it happen. It was like, I was manifesting it. And then, and then I get my tabletop and it's busted. I was hoping, I was really hoping that I would be sitting at my desk and you and I having this conversation. Next week.
0: So, Wait, uh, the visual I got while you were describing this is like a maze. Like maybe it's a corn maze, corn maze you could yeah. kind of see run through, but Imagine being like in a a stone wall of a maze and you know what you want, which is the first step. (laughs) Most people can't even answer that question, but you know you're trying to (laughs) on the other side of the wall, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you can't go around, you have to go through this maze. You have Mm -hmm. no idea what obstacles you're gonna face. It's kind of scary because you can't see, you can't really plan the path, and sometimes you have to backtrack quite a ways. But that's the image I got is like you have we're constantly walking through mazes. And I think that the frustrating part is not having that bird's eye view. Like as a kid, you're doing sure. you're yeah, looking yeah, down yeah. At it. You can kind of see ahead and plan, but if you're in it, you can't do that. No,
1: 1000%. I think that's, that's an amazing visual and um, example.
0: This was a good one. I'm glad we got to talk. Cause I know we were, might not, we were thinking might not because of the COVID stuff. So yeah. I'm glad we were able to meet up.
1: Me too.
0: Do we want to do a, a journal and a exercise? Yes. I'll let you go first. Okay. I think my exercise would be really simple. It would just be, I, we talked a little bit about how there's the, the type to avoid the sadness, which was me and go straight to the silver linings. And then there's the type that dwells in the sadness and can't see the silver lining. So my challenge would be to figure out which one you are, and then try to start doing a little bit, add a little bit of the other one in there. You, you need both.
1: Yeah, you gotta, and you gotta practice it. Like yes. that's probably one of the hardest things. But yeah, I think my journal entry topic question is, how do you handle disappointment, and what does that look like, and what can you What can you notice more about that? Love it.
0: Next week is, let me look at the calendar. We'll be in February for the next one. Thank goodness. Let's get one month out of the way because I'm so over January. It's like the longest Monday ever. It is. We'll see you guys in February. See you later.